0: Welcome to Soul Stirrings, a podcast where all things regarding faith, communication, and culture are considered. I'm your host, Paul Patton, and here's hoping for at least a couple of grins and maybe one strange amen. Welcome back to uh, Soul Stirrings, a podcast where all things regarding faith, communication, and culture are considered. And in uh, this second uh, show, uh, really a part of my first series uh, that I want to call Stewarding the Stirrings of the Soul, my emphasis is the the importance of being able to cultivate a sacred interiority, cultivate um, um, with inspiring stories, statistics, quotes, verses... Um, dialogue from your favorite film or play when you can retrieve them on command as circumstances invite you to redeem it then you have as abraham joshua heschel says an oasis of the mind whenever you need it and uh, i thought i would give in the second uh, uh, show a little further autobiographic context for my interest in this topic Again, uh, cultivating a a sacred interiority, stewarding the stirrings of the soul. Uh, The second uh, um, story I'll tell you happened several several years ago. I was invited to lead a retreat for local pastors. About 35 women and men were comfortably settled in for the weekend retreat, and they were about to hear this strange uh, speaker. Uh, away from the demands, and they were away from the demands and pressures of pastoral life, so they were ready to receive. And during the second session of this weekend retreat for the pastors, I asked them what I thought at the time was a very simple question, and here was the question. When was the last time you were inspired? Now, I expected several to respond with quotes from the Bible, startling testimonies, or pastoral stories. By inspired, I, 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 I simply meant when was the last time a light was turned on in a room in your mind that prior to the encounter seemed, uh, shall we say, dark or dull? Or when you turned a corner in your understanding and joy, a corner with new perspectives not experienced before? The room grew strangely quiet, so I asked them again. Certainly as public speakers used to initiating inquiries on unsuspecting congregations, I am certain that part of the quiet was the uneasiness with what might be up my sleeve. I didn't ask it as a rhetorical trick, and I wasn't looking for a correct answer. But when was the last time you were inspired? So, still somewhat surprised, I provided a prompting clue Asserting that certainly they had, as preachers and teachers of Methodist churches, been inspired multiple times of late, and they mostly agreed. I ask if part of the difficulty, apart from not being sure of what I was getting at, might be that they were not prepared to identify those encounters, shall we say, on command. Again they mostly agreed. And, unless the inspiring encounter happened very recently, most of us, and them, are not wired to quickly retrieve an inspiration from the past and bring it to the present. I then shared an insight, again, from Abraham Joshua Heschel, one of the great rabbis of the 20th century. He said, again, inspiration passes, but having been inspired never passes. In other words, if, if, if one can retrieve that inspirational encounter from the past, a verse, a quote, a story, it becomes an oasis of the mind ready to redeem the present moment whenever needed. And of course, this was the experience of Jesus. When tempted in the wilderness, Satan's temptation turned this rock into bread is dismantled with Jesus' answer that he retrieves immediately from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. Humans, man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now, Jesus of Nazareth, of course, was too poor to own a private copy of the Torah, but had taken seriously the admonition of the patriarchs by memorizing and meditating on the Book of the Law, day and night, the repeated admonition of the patriarchs. The depth and breadth of our Lord's sacred interiority was carved out and framed by his commitment to memorization and meditation. And like David, the psalmist, he would assert, Oh, how I love your law! I meditate on it day, all day long. That's taken from Psalm 119, verse, thir- uh, verse 97. Satan's temptation turned this stone into bread is met with the reply, again, man doesn't live by bread alone. It was not as if Jesus had repeatedly rehearsed this response or had employed a handy omniscience to foresee the exact angles and strategies of his adversary. His defense was readied first by writing the commands on his on the tablets of his heart. And I would describe that as a metaphor for memorization by thinking about them night and day while he was lying down, while he was getting up, while walking along the road and sitting at home. And of course, this is taken from that uh, famous Shema in Deuteronomy chapter six, verses four through nine. And we'll talk about Shema, by the way, in the next podcast. The subsequent replies to the devil's intense pressures were also taken from the enormity of Jesus' sacred interiority, a thought life and curriculum dominated by his delight in the word of his Father, as the psalmist said in Psalm 1 and Psalm 112. Now, even consider the example of St. Peter at Pentecost. He also did not own a pocket-sized copy of the Hebrew Testament but is able to extemporaneously retrieve sections of Joel 2, Psalm 16 and Psalm 100 from his memory on command to serve the thousands still stunned by the thunderous arrival of the Holy Spirit. St. Peter had no note cards, of course, did not even read the text, and certainly did not have them written down, and he did not have written down what he was going to say in this extemporaneous moment but his impromptu eight-minute sermon changed the course of church history. 3,000 of that original audience cried out, sign me up. He was able to draw from his ever-expanding sacred interiority. In my next uh, podcast, I'm going to be covering this great gift of the Jews called Shema, what I will call the hub of our cognitive wheel. Hope to see you next time on Soul Stirrings.